A lot of you are familiar with the DNA Project and have been rocking with us for a while, but some of you aren't. A lot of you are faithful listeners of the podcast, but aren't familiar with some of the other work that we do. So I just want to take a quick moment to explain to you a little bit more of what we do. So you're getting married, or you have a friend, a cousin, a sister, somebody you know is getting married. Okay. You've booked your venue, caterers, photographer, all that good stuff. When it comes to live music, most people have no idea where to look. We have you covered. Picture this. During the ceremony, while guests are being seated, or while the bride's walking down the aisle. During the cocktail hour, while guests are just mingling and having a good time. Don't forget about dinner music. That's very important to set the mood while guests eat. And we definitely can't forget the party. Let's get the party started right now with The DNA Project. www.thednaproject.ca for more information. Hello, bonjour, moi everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of The DNA Airwaves. Each episode of the podcast is produced, recorded, and mixed right here at the MPL in Toronto. The MPL in Toronto is a collection of film and audio studios dedicated to making all things visual look amazing and all things audio sound brilliant. To learn more, please check out the-mpl, that's like maple without the vowels, .com. This podcast is also brought to you by The DNA Project, your one-stop shop for all of your live entertainment needs. An incredible staff with an incredible group of talented musicians. Please check them out before your next live event online at thednaproject.ca. Layla Day joins us in the studio for this episode of the podcast today. Layla is a singer-songwriter from right here in Toronto, Ontario, who's been recording music professionally since about the age of 15. She's lent her name to some big names like Joel Ortiz and Vibes Cartel. She was also featured on our live stream back in May. Um, so Layla came in today and we had a wonderful conversation about the importance of artists developing and creating the right team around them. Um, also, what it's like to juggle a nine to five and a music career at the same time, which I think is a very valuable piece of information for a lot of artists of any level. So uh, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. I think there's a lot of good tasty nuggets there. So without further ado, this is the DNA Airwaves. You didn't offer the guests water or tea. I did, too, yes. as I came in. Yes, nice you did. Ignoramus. Ignoramus. What, I used it recently? Yeah, I think the last couple times I saw you said The Ignoramus. last couple times. <laughs> yes. Oh. Ignoramus. You're saying you're, you're But you're recording, the, you're recording the choir. Yeah, that's exactly. That's okay, well, that I remember that. I was yeah, telling yeah. the story. <clears throat> I didn't call you an ignoramus. I said you said the word. He he's basically oh. saying you're disestill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah, time yeah. for a new one. Well, you've been here a few times during this podcast. <laughs> Hit record. I got some things. To say. <laughs> well, we're recording. Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Oh, awesome. hey man, I got no problems with you. I just want to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on. Get it on record. <laughs> See, I told him I love him. I'm a man of peace. <laughs> Off camera, he's a man of war. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> um, nothing to say. I got to get used to hearing through one ear right now. It's tripping me out. Okay, give just me a now. You can just grab just one of our one headphones out. if you want. I refuse. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> take headphones today. from ignoramus. <laughs> Spicy. Now I said it live. Um, how are you guys doing today? Oh, that was better until you start talking. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm great. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's nice outside. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. sunny. I'm, Summertime. I'm always in a good mood when it's sunny. Is summer your favorite season? It absolutely is. What about you? 
I know some people like fall and spring, but I'm a summer. No, I'm a yeah, summer. Yeah, no, I love the summertime. Summer Spring's pretty great because yeah. it feels like a summer after the winter. <laughs> it does. Do you know what I mean? Like it may, it may be yeah. milder than way. summer, but compared to the snow and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'll take anything. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Like, That's, I mean, mentally, yeah. once winter's yeah. over, you're just like, ooh, thank Here you so go. much. Yeah. Great. yeah. Yeah. But I feel like in Canada, like ours. Our summers are like only two months to me. They right. feel so short. So and then winter yeah, feels yeah. like nine months. And then I don't know, everything else is just kind of a transition yeah. between yeah. each. I agree. Yeah. Each. Yeah. <laughs> I don't dope. know. I'm like, I looked at the date today and I was like, is it really June 21st? I, so quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a year crazy. and a half since this nonsense has started. Yeah. It feels like a snap of a Yeah. Finger. Yeah. It's so weird. It's crazy, man. What do you miss the most about, or what are you looking forward to the most about things going to quote unquote back to normal? Live shows. Live shows. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely live shows. Yeah. What I miss the most low-key is like eating out or like eating like in a communal space with mm, like a lot of people. For sure. I really yeah. like breaking bread with like, you know, my peoples. Absolutely. And so I feel like that's really difficult. Like patios are cool. I think that's really nice. But like. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's nice when it's like a nice time, like when it's nice outside. But I mean, when it's not, then we don't really have anywhere. And then even some patios are kind of just like. Uh, minimizing the amount of yeah. guests you can bring, so and the spacing, yeah, the it's distance. different. Yeah, is weird, but hopefully, yeah, sooner we'll get back to yeah, yeah. We'll all be hugging again soon. You think yeah. so? I miss well, hugs. I know. Who knows? My handshakes have been weird. I'm yeah, not handshaking. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of daps now. No one's really yeah. handshaking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that because there's a lot of nasty people. Yeah. I don't mind it. I'm sorry. Like, no, you're right. you know, it's so crazy. Like, don't I think hold back. this whole thing, no, for real, I think this whole thing is really just like highlighted. Like, if you're yeah. gross, like, Good point. you were probably one of the first people who got COVID. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, we just lost know. some listeners. I know. I'm sorry. What, what makes you think our listeners don't wash their hands? Exactly. Or yeah, gross. No. What do you say? Everybody's, everybody's clean here. You guys, girls. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let's introduce our guests. Yeah, <laughs> so some good That's banter. Yeah. So we have with us Miss Layla Day. Hey, thanks. Thank thanks you. for joining us. We're looking forward to some more great conversation with you. Where do we start on this one? I don't know. Actually, I have a random question. I met you at the live stream okay. uh, where you performed. It was incredible, of course. But you were okay. wearing a jersey. Hey. That I was there really kind of like, wait, is that? Where did you get that? <laughs> it was, sorry, for people that don't know or haven't seen the live yeah. stream, it was a Gianna Bryant yes. basketball Mama jersey. Cool. Yeah, yes. it was really yeah. cool. Um, actually, so my stylist, uh, Z, shout out to Z. She actually picks a lot of really cool, um, pieces for me and she knows my style so much. Like I'm just kind of like a cozier person all the time. I really like to be cozy. Yeah. Um, as much as possible. Like, I mean, if it's like a red carpet event or something where I have to really dress up. Right. You know, I'm like, (laughs) all right, cool. Like we'll put on the dress or something. But, uh, for the most part, like she really was just like, no, I have this Jersey. Like you really have to be in it. So she, she pulled it for me. And then once I saw it, I was like, yeah, absolutely. It's it's all about mama mentality, man. Did she pick those glasses you're wearing right now? No, these are my glasses. (laughs) I like these too. Thank you. So many people like them. They're original. I've never, I haven't seen too many people. Yeah. I feel like she would pick them. And that's why like my stylist is so important to me. Like, we've really built a connection outside of just styling like i think mm. she really understands me as a person and my personality and stuff like that so when she picks the pieces i'm like yep <laughs> i don't even really have to go back and forth with her she's like yep but it, like i always wondered about like a first stylist for example do you have to go through multiple people to figure out who works for you and do you ever pick 
clothes better than the stylist? Sometimes. Like, like I've had stylists who um, have their own idea of maybe of like what I should be in. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like sometimes that's okay because like I think artists can go outside the box a little bit when it comes sure. to their own style, their own personal style. But um, for it's the most part. It's got to be a part, comfort level Yeah, too, exactly. Right? Like I, I hate feeling uncomfortable, mm-hmm. especially if I'm performing, whether that is, you know, in studio or live, I have to feel comfortable. Absolutely. And if I don't feel comfortable, like, you know, because mm-hmm. I look uncomfortable and I sound uncomfortable. I know it's a weird thing, but you're just like, mm, something's not right. At least with <laughs> me, I have a really hard time like hiding my your my, feelings my, yeah. i'm the same <laughs> way emotion. i know exactly yeah. what everyone knows Maybe when i'm a stylist right no, exactly <laughs> oh, so I how often <laughs> how often do you have to like do you meet up with the stylist like before every show or do you agree on a bunch of looks it's you know like sunday meal prep but for clothes mm, that's, like that? a good, <laughs> good yeah. that's actually a really good, a good idea um <laughs> we don't do sunday meal preps but i'm not opposed to it so <laughs> okay. i'm gonna i'm gonna send this to my stylist and be like listen we gotta start sunday doing meal sunday <laughs> meal preps like that's that's actually a thing that's really stylist cool. consultant that's yeah I exactly uh-huh. but i mean usually for me um if I know I have an event coming up or a show coming up or an appearance or a photo shoot or something, I'll hit her up right away. Um, luckily for me, like with COVID going on as mm-hmm. well, um, I've been grateful uh, to have a lot of shows kind of very consistently. So mm-hmm. we've always nice. just kind of been in touch. Like she's always thinking about the next look for me anyways. Right. So, I mean, there's been right. times where I've called her like on a Monday and I'm like, oh my gosh, sorry. I have a really short time frame like i have a show on thursday and she'll be like all right cool i already thought about this look already like this can go with that like she's honestly really amazing has there been any like what's the percentage of misses as far as like clothes like do better yeah right that's such a good question i feel like it's all about style today right it's all about style today um you know what i don't feel like there's been any misses that i've actually like followed through with so for example like there might have been one time where i was like "Eh, i don't know if i like this but then she always brings like multiple options uh, okay, okay. Good, so good. i feel like for me i i'm not the kind of person who just say yes okay so yeah. brings no like puffy she, shirt incident right she brings <laughs> somebody else's puffy shirts for, like where do they come from um puffy shirts? so she, like well depends like usually she'll be like all right cool i've ordered this thing online or like i saw this item yeah the one thing about her that's really really cool is like she always like she literally is a serial shopper like uh, she just buys items and i'm not just talking about for me like mm-hmm. for all of her clients like right. men's items women's items unisex items kids items. like she's just buying wow. things all of the time so she's actually got a style closet which is amazing and when you hire her like she's she's got a lot of stuff so i mean during this time of lockdown yeah i promise you she was doing really well because people are just pulling from her style closet wow and it's not easy to do that especially just like given a budget so yeah this conversation really is about i've never considered (laughs) we'll we'll go back to (laughs) it just feels like a daunting job you have to get all these clothes at all these different sizes you obviously have to know how to sew at least a little bit because there's alterations and things you have to fix right and you have to keep it all in place and keep it all cleaned all the time exactly that's a crazy job i never thought about exactly so is picking out your own clothes every day yeah Yeah. it really is what have i been doing oh my gosh i agree that's why i wear these t-shirts all the time right i'm thinking about going like all black t-shirts and all white t-shirts and that's all i want is black v-necks really i'll switch it up with the design i don't i don't blame you at all like one of the worst experiences for me is going to the mall I promise you, I it's probably why I I actually I'm do. I'm with you on that. Um, yeah, and that's why I, I invest in like a stylist. It yeah. honestly has like alleviated a whole bunch of stress, especially for an that's artist lot, preparing yeah, for yeah. anything. Like, yeah, 
I'm just like, okay, just bring the clothes. One less. I know what I like. Play. Exactly. I know what I like. I know what I like to wear and stuff like that. And um, I think she's enough outside of the box for me where I just trust that like, okay, cool. She'll bring me three items. I know I'm going to like one of three. Mm, so Okay. okay. Yeah. I have a question for you then because <clears throat> this is revealing to, to most people when they look at an artist or when they watch a movie, whoever's in front of the camera, they kind of have maybe an inaccurate idea of, of what they do and who their team is and mm -hmm. the fact that there is a team behind them. Mm. True. Who else is on your team that really helps make Layla Day? Wow. You That's know what? <clears throat> yeah, that yeah. is such a good question. Um, I think sometimes people think that I have like a whole team, but mm -hmm. I, I really don't. <laughs> I mean, if anyone wants to be a part of the Layla Day team, <laughs> hit me up. Um, I do have some really core people, like I think around me who are really instrumental in um, just the development of Layla Day. Um, I would say like from the jump, um, for a long time, like Mercedes has been around. She mm -hmm. is um, right now on his PR for me, but okay. she's mm -hmm. actually living in Philly. Well, she's in New Jersey oh. now. She lives in New Jersey. So she's right. actually stateside, which has been a really interesting kind of long distance relationship. But yeah. I've met her many a times. Like when I had a show in Philly, we, I've gone to Philly and stayed with her and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, I like that because she's kind of has another perspective that's more stateside. That's like, okay, like this is kind of how we do things over here. Right, right. And yeah, I can yeah, also push the music, push the brand on this side where mm -hmm. I'm not really there. Um, so that's been very helpful. Um, you know, I recently uh, started connecting with uh, my two project managers right now. So that's Paco okay. and Bianca. So they're uh, a part of the Lady team. That's fairly new, but it's been a really great relationship so far. Nice. Um, what do they do? Yeah, what is the project? Yeah, so um, project managing. So essentially, I mean, I've had managers before, and I think one of my biggest, uh, I would say like my biggest learning curves for that was mainly just like going into a situation that I wasn't entirely ready for. Mm, so okay. I told myself, you know, moving forward as an artist, I would really... Um, it would be kind of like a trial process, you know, and not mm -hmm. just for me, but also for that, those managers, you know, right. like, gotcha. do we gel? Do we make, do we make sense to each other? Yeah. Do we, are we on the same page all the time, et cetera? And how's the relationship? So, um, right now that's kind of what this process is. And, and the way that I like to look at it is more of like in a project basis. So, you know, let's, okay. I have this project that I'm working on. Um, how can we work together to put it out and how is that process going to be? Once Just this for project, this particular project? Yeah, exactly. So oh, once that project, yeah. and, and sometimes yeah. like it can be, it can be like a time frame as well, right? So mm. let's say if the project is coming out in six months, like I've inherited the, these project managers who are basically going to work on the release of this project. And then we just reevaluate in six months, you know, just That's like, how is yeah. it, how's it going? Did it work out? Do we still want to continue this partnership? And then if so, like, how is that going to look moving forward? Uh, as opposed to just like mm -hmm. being like, Hey, I want to manage you or Hey, I need a manager, right. yeah, um, yeah. sign this paper. And then we're locked into each other and we absolutely hate each other. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, yeah it's just like a different kind of process. I'm learning, I'm learning a different process and I think they've been they've been really great and really instrumental so far. Nice. Um I would say Mika, my one of my best friends, she does like a lot of my videography, okay. actually most of the videography and um and yeah, she's been directing and doing some of my like very uh day-to-day -day kind of content for a while. Mm -hmm. Um and so she was very instrumental in just like I think some of the um I guess I would say like the media of, of Layla Day and just getting that out, which has been really helpful because yeah, I feel like that. Yeah, that's a lot. And it, and For it costs sure. a lot to shoot videos. It yep. costs mm -hmm. a lot to like have, you know, 
photo shoots and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. And yeah, so yeah. she's been really instrumental in just even helping me navigate that area um, of my life. And there's also been a Valentine, you know, Valentine's also doing behind the scenes stuff, like mm-hmm. taking a lot of content, uh, a lot of encouragement. I recently got onto TikTok and it's uh-huh. been mm-hmm. a really awesome process. So <laughs> that's been, that's been with the help of Valentine. Um, she's also doing some behind the scenes stuff. So okay. that's basically, that's, that's the team. Yeah. That's, that's the basically team, the team. Yeah. What do you look for in a manager? Like, or can you give me an example of bad qualities in a manager? Cause you must've had some bad experiences. What made you lead, or what led you to this? Let's try the project manager, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are some bad characteristics from someone like myself or any artist looking for a manager? What are some things that they should be aware of? Um, You know, it's interesting. It's like I can't really say that it's like bad management. It's Mm -hmm. just like we're not compatible and like everything Mm -hmm. else. Like, you know, like two people just sometimes are not compatible, whether that is like I have a way of releasing things or the way that I like to have a particular kind of process. Right. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm the kind of artist, especially because I haven't had. Um, much management like I'm very like micromanaging okay so <laughs> for some other managers they're like okay not nah. like yeah, I, I want to yeah like I want to <laughs> call all the shots I want right. to say this I want to do this I want to control over this and I have like I have an issue with like you know like releasing so much control and it's something that I'm honestly working on for um sure. moving forward mm-hmm. just like not having that much control or not not being afraid to like kind of let go and and allow exactly delegate and allow someone else to kind of take over the role especially if like that's what they do you know Mm -hmm. because i i don't know everything right um so yeah i I don't know i would just i just think it's really important for an artist and the artist manager relationship especially if they're like your you know day-to-day manager yeah Mm -hmm. it needs to be one where like you know you can talk to them about everything because i'm hoping like you know Mm -hmm. when i go on tour that you know my manager's gonna be able to be there with me and mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be tired of you I don't want to be like annoyed sure, by yeah. you I don't want to be like oh my gosh like right. or feel belittled or you know feel like m- my voice is not necessarily heard so mm-hmm. um that relationship to me is just really important especially day-to-day like For business sure. management it has a little bit more room but still I'm really big on energy and I think yeah. everyone around me just has to have like good energy and at least a good mindset around you know Mm -hmm. yeah what's happening Mm -hmm. what does feeling belittle look like as an artist um to me i'm just like if i have an idea and it's completely shot down each time or like creatively i'm coming up with things and it's like not supported at all or it's just a no and it's not constructive behind it where it's like Mm -hmm. okay i think this like this isn't really it um here's how maybe you can try it out a little differently uh, it's just like, I mean, any other business, like when you go to work and your manager's just like, yeah, so do this. And you're like, right. okay, why? Yeah, <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah. okay. Like it's a little different when they're your manager in that right. sense and not a person hired to look out for you. Your yeah, career. It's your yeah. brand, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And you've and had experiences like that? Um, yeah. Like I've had experiences where I felt unheard like mm. I, I wouldn't say like well I guess sometimes yeah I've, I felt belittled but I've had experiences where like I felt like I wasn't necessarily being heard and I was just kind of going through the motion of yeah. it all right just like okay cool like I'll do this or I'll do that and it was yeah. like okay well like I have other ideas as an artist as Layla Day as a person you know outside of just like going with the flow right and so once music mm-hmm. is no longer like feeding my soul then there's there's a problem you know mm. so yeah, you just have to reevaluate sense. yeah you've painted a pretty good picture because i mean the way you describe basically your life your career as an artist 
is more like a brand. The inspiration's yes. coming from you. It's your music, it's your name, it's your voice. But then you have all these other like, I don't want to say tiny, but you have all these other pieces um, that also have input and influence on how you're perceived, how your music reaches and what even gets out. How does how does that feel and how does that work? Like as far as like your creative process goes. Um, so like a while ago, somebody told me like, you know, when you're an artist, you kind of have to be like the captain of your ship. Mm -hmm. So you have mm -hmm. to know like, you know, you have to have a vision. Like, and I think True. for a long time I didn't have vision. I just was like, oh, I want to be an artist. I want to do this thing. And I know where I want to end up. But like, mm -hmm. right. I didn't really have vision. And that's so important for like your artistry. Um, you have to know like where you want to go, what you want to do, what you feel like your artistry is going to look like, how you feel like your artistic career is going to hopefully turn out and look right? Yeah, right and so um i think as an artist once you really figure that out and sometimes like i'm not gonna lie to you i did not figure that out for a long time i didn't have it figured out i was mm. just kind of like mm, no idea how i'll get there like right. hopefully someone will just pick me up and be like hey yeah. you're amazing come right. in the studio and then i'll have like a million dollars tomorrow like that's what it was, everybody right? thinks yeah. <laughs> doesn't right. work that way no works <laughs> no i know i was like wait work there's work behind i got it what okay right, right. so mm -hmm. it's just been a process of like of learning a lot and so um i had to i had to figure out what my vision was like what are the ideas that i have for myself where do i see, see myself you know in yeah. wow. two five ten years right, right? and mm. then basically working backwards mm. from there like okay so <laughs> what are yeah. we doing right like yeah. what what are we doing here so um <laughs> and that's why i think sometimes like i do really think of things really like in-depthly so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes that's where i become very like micromanaging because i'm like no this is not how it's supposed to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But, it's your vision. yeah exactly but it, it's good mm. to like have a balance of both where it's like okay well we don't really know because you know i'm i'm really learning as of very recently that like if something's not working one way mm -hmm. try another door i promise you like something else may come mm. so um, yeah, I think to go back to your original question, it was just like being the captain of your ship and then basically expressing that to everyone around you so they can actually really understand the what, yeah, the mission yeah, yeah. and then mm -hmm. really just allowing them to do what you set out already. Mm -hmm. And that's where yeah. the release of like control really comes right. in where it's like, okay, yeah, you know what you're doing. Yeah. That's your role. Exactly. Your role. How do we get, yeah. yeah. How do we get there? Yeah. So defining roles for everybody in this ship is really, really important. Well, how do, how do you come to the realization of like letting go or knowing what you don't know to let someone else do that for you? Because you're saying you're still learning that, but I'm yes. sure there's a lot of people listening that don't even realize that they're getting in their own way or don't realize yes. that they don't know something. Oh do you have gosh. any advice for people that might still be trying to learn it? I don't know. I'm I'm like the self-sabotage queen. It's so bad. Um, You're doing a good job. Not of self-sabotage, yes. but figuring it out putting Thank it all you. together. So Yeah, you know what? Um, I would say as like someone who considers himself like even kind of borderline like a perfectionist right. in certain aspects, I think yeah. I'm learning that like you just kind of have to do more things on a whim. Because mm. I know that for me, I don't know about anybody else, but like I have obviously like trust issues. Like, literally sometimes yeah like i was never even when i was young like i was never the kid my mom would be like if somebody jumped off the bridge would you jump behind them like i was never the kid to jump mm -hmm. behind them i'd be right. like okay bye yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i just have trust issues all around you know so yeah. i think letting go is a really big part of my process that i really have to like go through and learn mm -hmm. um but i would say 
what's helped me a lot is just doing things on a whim. Like that's not pre-planned. Okay. Like really getting into um, that process and really becoming comfortable in discomfort because mm. like that's where I'm going to be like, oh, okay, I got to go with the flow. Right. Or like, oh no, like this isn't happening the way that I planned it out to be, yeah. but it's still okay. Right. Or gotcha. like you allow other really beautiful things to fall into place, right? Mm-hmm. When you're not really going like Trying as planned. Everything. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Is Understanding this like, you're not in control. Is this more in like uh, pertaining to your creative process or business? Like where do you feel you kind of have to just go with the flow the most? Mm, I feel like because I've, I've been in control of my business a lot. Um, I think that's where I have the most control. But it's also this like this balance and dichotomy between like the most controlled music isn't always the greatest. Like I think the best records come from like <laughs> lack of control where yeah. like someone's just like, oh, we messed up. Shit, that sounds amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, oh, like, I don't know, Michael Jackson doing a song 500 times and then just going with the first three like you know it's just like not having that control over something is like so so important to me it's probably why i really enjoy scissors album called control because i'm just like (laughs) this is my whole life right here like you know what i'm saying like just giving up that control is such an important part of life and i feel like um everywhere else in my life is so controlled that i i I really want to like not have control when i'm recording and like when i'm writing and when i'm recording you know just go for yeah, it yeah, yeah exactly yeah and so what's you, your writing process sorry yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, I was gonna <laughs> oh we're both gonna ask the same thing what's, what's your, your writing, writing process, process like like do you write all the <laughs> we we're we're basically all ventriloquists together i love it yeah do you write the music do you describe because speaking of michael jackson i'm sure you've seen videos of him describing music to somebody else sometimes in kind of funny ways and then they try to kind of figure it out is that what you do or you write it yourself or how does it yeah work? um it could it could honestly look like many different ways but i think as of recent i've been at home really creating so mm-hmm. um sometimes people will send me production and then i'll write to that mm-hmm. um it's not the most ideal thing but i think it still works for me because i'm in my own kind of seclusion right. yeah like yeah, in yeah, my yeah. room or something yeah. like that and yeah. then I think my most raw like emotions and thoughts really come from me being in my own space and in my own mind and like kind of just thinking about my own emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will definitely go back in with the producer and just like, you know, take away, add particular things. I feel like it's missing something. We'll figure what, what that is. We'll figure out what that is. So um, it all just depends. But I think in terms of me actually writing, um, I really like writing at home and I really like writing either in a studio like by myself um, just so I can really tap into what it is that I'm saying or what like what I'm trying to convey. Gotcha. Um, anything after that is all kind of like musical. So then that's where I feel like for the most part, it's like it's more fun for me. Then I'm just like, How do you oh. do it at home? <clears throat> on the computer? Yeah, on the computer, sometimes on my phone. You know what's crazy? Like all the time, every time I go to shower, Mm -hmm. um, I get like all these ideas and then I'm in the shower. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. (laughs) My wet hand is like outside. Can I recommend something for you? Yes. Um, Get a Bluetooth shower speaker with uh, Siri options on it. Mm. And then you can go, hey, Siri, start a voice memo. And, and she'll go go ahead. And you can just sing really? In the yeah. I might. Yeah, I might have to get that. It's so. It's so it's like weird. The, and the it's shower so inspiration, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, They're like yeah. twenty dollars now. And then you Amazon. cut the shower short so you can remember and go write it down. I don't even cut it short. Listen, I'm the longest shower of life. Like I, I literally be 
put my hand outside, like, myself. and then I'm like, I know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like recording, and the phone's like wet and stuff, wondering why it has water damage. But yeah, like it's just I don't know. That's just what what I found. Like all the time, I'm like in the shower. I don't yeah. know because I I do find the shower to be also very therapeutic. Of course, of course yeah. Yeah, 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 especially yeah, like yeah. the hall. I'm like just more relaxed, and then all of a sudden, all these ideas come. So do that's you a good idea, though. Have Thank a you. hard time writing actual words or like what comes first is melody, it melody? yes absolutely okay. Okay. yeah melodies absolutely. are easy yeah words are hard yes well, i agree <laughs> so glad you agree yes with i do but, agree yeah um, <laughs> the show title <laughs> words are hard words are hard and when, they're, they're a lot easier when there's already a melody absolutely. and you can sort of yeah, look at yeah. the number of syllables mm-hmm. and you can even cheat at that point and go yep. to like rhyme zone or something oh, and type I in a number of syllables queen. that's a great question about yeah. rhyme how stuck <laughs> oh, yeah. are you on rhyming with your lyrics because I find that like, and this is going to sound dumb, so bear with me. I'm a very novice songwriter. Okay. And I have used to like write raps. This mm-hmm. is super corny. But like <laughs> now when I try and write songs, mm-hmm. I get stuck in this rapper mind that everything has to rhyme. rhyme. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was telling Anthony this last week that I don't know how to get out of not rhyming. Is there any tricks? Listen to, to other music that where people don't that's rhyme. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah like okay, alternative good, music, yeah. different. Yeah, like right. honestly, good I think advice. that's the the biggest thing. Like, I just get over myself. Yeah, and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah literally. And that's, yeah, once yeah. again, like that goes back to like this control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know what you want to say, you know, at first, especially because lyrics don't really come that easily right. for me either. But uh, if you know what you want to say, like even sometimes I'll just write it out. Like whether that's a journal, a, a note, like I just want to write out what I want to say so mm-hmm. that when I start creating a song, it's like I know where... I want to go as opposed oh, yeah. to just like <laughs> here let me just rhyme this rhyme this and then by the time you, you know i'm so like what the hell am i saying yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're just saying like the thought of the song yeah like maybe it's like, like a synopsis or a exactly or at least for me sometimes i'm just like like what do i want to say lyrics. in the song or what am i trying to get at at the end of the day right right and then from there i'm just kind of like i think some of the words uh come from there i don't right, know it's right. very weird i'm not like a no, a super sense. yeah like i'm not the sense. best songwriter so don't really take it from me but that's just like my process and then, yeah, I mean, it's not, I'm not stuck to rhymes. I do mm-hmm. like when things flow. Right. And like you said, um, you can kind of cheat rhyme sometimes. Like some words you can sound rhyme. funny, like they don't really rhyme. But There's deer rhyme. Of, yeah, yeah. You can see, I just pulled this up as you were saying. I, <laughs> yeah, don't, you don't read it, but <laughs> here are my sentences that will be lyrics one day you on go. my phone, right? Oh, so sometimes you're like, okay. this is a good idea. <gasps> And I don't, you know, what's the best advice I ever got? And, and you will especially enjoy this when you're in the shower and you think of something you should have said to somebody, mm-hmm. but you didn't think of the right thing to say yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. That's always good lyrics. I feel like Drake is infamous for that. Yes. Yeah. All those lines. All those lines were like, damn. That's why, he has that crazy, yeah, yeah. that's why he has that crazy shower yes. with all the directions and oh, stuff. Interesting. <laughs> oh my true. gosh. That's no, that's great. so true. And I do that too. That's, that's funny so that you did that. Like my, yeah. My notes has like these one-liners, like yeah. 105. That don't even make sense, but you're <laughs> no, like, like, I know what this is yeah. and I'll put it into words oh, that make sense eventually. It's like a madman hearing other madmen yes. talk. Oh, I'm not but crazy. But I'm, I'm so shy about showing it to you, but that's yeah. what it's supposed to just like, what? Yeah. That's what, some of them are not even my opinions, but you just write it yeah. out. Like, let's see. Because losing it sucks. Exactly. You have it and you try to go back and like, okay, I was ba ba ba. Oh no. And then, right. Yeah. Do you ever get, get it, it where you're like, no. I should write this down and you think, 
this is too good to forget. Yeah. I will not forget this. <laughs> Five minutes and then later. eight minutes later, you're like, no! Yeah, it's <laughs> tragic. It's, it's one so of true. Yeah, it comes I back, mean, but it's not the same. Yeah. It will become mm. something. Yeah. For me, I'm like, it's going to be either a song or a caption or a something. I don't know what yeah, it's going to yeah. be, but it's going to be something. And sometimes <laughs> like yeah, the yeah. line sparks a song. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and when you revisit things, it's so crazy. Like I was listening to J. Cole's album and he was kind of like... Which one? The newest one. Uh, and... Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a record where he was kind of like, you know, somebody sent me a record mm. like a long time ago yeah, and then like I revisited it. Right. Yeah, oh my yeah, God. Yeah. So Such good. good and it like, it mm. spoke to me so much because I'm like, yo, like sometimes I'll have someone will send me production mm-hmm. yeah. and like, I'm like, nah. At and the then, time, right. Yeah. And then like three years later, and honestly, one of my producers, G, he can really like attest to this. Like yeah. three years later, I'm like, hey, by any chance, is this <laughs> right. production still available? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> like, well, I want to use it. It's so weird how like inspiration comes or like how you mm-hmm. can be inspired by things at yeah. any at any moment. Yeah, it's so and interesting. And it's amazing that we have phones to write it all down now. Yeah, yes. capture those nuggets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the moment, in yeah. the moment. Don't miss them. Ricky, yeah. you seem inspired today, man. This is good. I, know, I just like getting <laughs> Explain confirmation yourself. Yeah. from like solidified artists. That, he wants like, to stop and have a... Some of the crazy stuff that I think isn't so crazy. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. it was... It was that, really yeah, awesome I can see your, your eyes light up. Yeah, yeah. If you can't see, it's a beautiful The control scene. thing was really interesting yeah, that's too because I thought for the longest time that you had to be in control. I the moment too. I let go of control, mm-hmm. weird things you started lose happening. I'm telling you. The moment you own it. Wasn't that, that your Eminem? theme song? Wow. <laughs> no? Okay, okay. Wow. <laughs> you didn't listen to you saying the song. Um, no, but that that is really real. I really like implore anybody who yeah. like is kind of like me and really has to control every mm-hmm. moment and aspect of their life really mm-hmm. to just kind of like let go. Let go. Um, Once you find the right people yes. that you yes. trust. Well, that's you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And not just with people. Like sometimes it's like something as simple as like an experience, right? Like for me, just There's be, some things yeah. like I would never do or like sometimes like, you know, exactly. a weekend you wake up and you're like, you know what, I'm going to drive to Niagara and like right. going to drive to like something sporadic that yeah, yeah. keeps, I think, the little the little like neurons in your brain, mm, the creative ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I sure. think they mm. yeah, that's how we keep them, keep them alive because we're trained all of our lives to like be this thing in a box. Right. right. And then mm. we lose Especially the creativity. Uh, exactly. We, we lose the creativity as we get older and so mm-hmm. like not having control all of our lives is about control like mm-hmm. okay well like your boss tells you like come to work at this time right. leave at this time yeah. go to bed at this time only drink this much coffee yeah. only do like everything is about control and so like i think relinquishing that control yeah um not just to people but also to like your space your environment to like you know everything i think yeah the yeah, universe i think sometimes if we just allow it to kind of do its thing in a way um, we'll be exactly where we need You're to be. To yeah, where we're supposed to be. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried to resist music? Like where you thought, you know what, I'm not going to bother. Yeah. It's a little too much work and nine to fives are easy. Yep. Have you ever had that urge to kind of just push it to the side? And what brought you back? Um, Like I've had, I don't know if it was like an urge. I think I was just kind of at a place where I was not inspired and I didn't know like why I was doing music anymore i was just Mm. like okay like if this isn't like i said feeding my soul or um i don't know just connecting me the way that i felt like before or allowing me to speak in a way that um i don't really do and with words Mm -hmm. um i had to reevaluate so even right now like i'm working uh, a nine to five and 
it's difficult with the balance. For sure. But I think yeah. when I, every time that I sing, like mm -hmm. I really do feel connected to music and I'm just like, I know that that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I agree, um, by the way. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, for Aww. sure. Heartedly. Yeah, for sure. so like, I mean, and outside of myself, like I know it's a little bit like selfish, but like outside of myself, I think when other people hear me sing as mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. and it's so crazy, like, I didn't do music like I, well, I did do music, but I wasn't putting out music for a little while. So yeah. there's like maybe a couple years where I just didn't really put anything out. Okay. And each day, maybe not each day, like each week I would sign onto my Instagram and I'd be like, okay, cool. And then I would get these like random in DMs from yeah. people and they'd just be like, hey, just wanted to know, like, are you ever putting out any music? Like, I really love wow. this thing or I love yeah, when you sing. Yeah. And you know, those are the messages really and truly that like really allowed me to continue going because mm. I just like you just never know who you're who you're speaking to and who exactly. you're touching. That's true. And um, yeah, I just I just felt like, you know, this is definitely something that I should be doing. Um, and I just feel like, you know, if if you have a gift, like you're supposed to share it. Absolutely. You know? yeah. So true. Don't be yeah. greedy. It's right. extra true. You <laughs> never know who you're speaking to, Absolutely. especially in the last watching. 10 years. You have yeah. no yeah. idea who's listening. Yes. Even when you think people have like forgotten about you, it's yeah. so crazy. Cause I was like, That's oh true. my God, I didn't put anything out. And in like such, in a, in a age where like there's such fast music, mm -hmm. I'm just always like, okay, if I don't put something out like at least once a week, You're like, yeah, 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 like ain't nobody gonna remember me. So it feels yeah. like, right? Yeah. But such then when flood. somebody does remember you, you're like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah. yeah, that's important. So. And that keeps the fire burning. Absolutely. Sure. What else like outside of music? Like I know we were talking about inspiration before, but. Is there like a go-to that you have for inspiration? I know a lot of people have like, uh, I, for example, have like people like you inspire me. Like Aww. any artist that's doing something that I want to do, I just, I'm inspired by that. Yeah. And I'll try yeah. to do. But is there anything outside of music that inspires you uh, personally? Yeah. I mean, a lot of things like I don't, I don't know specifically like what would inspire me. Um, to write like mm -hmm. if I was if like when I feel stuck and stuff like that but I do know that like when I am stuck that I'm not living mm. enough okay that's like mm. like when I'm stuck somewhere yeah. especially in music or like writing or creating something new that really just indicates to me that like you're once again that control thing like you're controlling just too many things up. like yeah, yeah like you need to kind of like live life and have yeah. some things like either really transpire for you or really like mess up or something like so, i don't know you yeah, just kind of have to live life so, yeah. yeah um huh. but like you said i think a lot of artists stories um a lot of artists who i'm like really big on underdogs like mm. i love an underdog yeah. like someone who's like not supposed to make it and right. they yeah, like yeah. come up yeah I, I really love that so um i think that's very inspiring to me um movies documentaries just right. like i kind of look backwards in a way for inspiration like what did people do before like what did the greats do like how were they mm, maneuvering yeah, and stuff yeah, like that sure. you know mm -hmm. um yeah i would say kind of like that's the process Fair yeah. enough. what's kind of on your um short-term list of goals or projects things that you're working on now um so i really want to tour mm. um anywhere or is there somewhere specific i actually don't really have anywhere specific tour. like okay. A U.S. tour would be really nice. Yeah, a Canadian tour would be like real dope because, like, you know, homage. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I think like a European tour mm. would be like, nice. yeah, yeah, that'd be like badass. It would really? go, yeah, yeah. get toured Europe. 
Yeah. <laughs> what about an Eastern European tour? I mean, <laughs> to get Eastern European, any, exactly, anywhere that will take me. Really, yeah. because I'm such a person of like connecting, mm-hmm. um, connecting with people, especially yeah, if like, you know, they dig the music, I will go. Like if I can, absolutely, I'll, de- I'll definitely go there. I love seeing the world. I like traveling to different places. I like learning about different cultures. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think on my short term list, I definitely want to like secure a tour yeah yeah, exactly some tour dates make it happen yeah Mm -hmm. it's coming it is um so as an artist as a creator when did you kind of get started like when did you feel like this was something are you like when did you feel a pull towards it um it's so funny i feel like a lot of people always ask this question and i think it's kind of like um it's hard to say i don't know for some reason everybody always says like when i was four i don't know if like there's an age like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i don't know if like four is like that age or where you're just, just like, like Yo. <laughs> yeah um but i feel like i was i was honestly like born into music like a lot of my family is very musically inclined like my dad okay. um my dad was a dj uh, my mom she sings i always say this like she sings in the shower but she's really great she's honestly really, yeah wow. Um, like maybe my you should get her a shower recorder, right? Go. Get exactly. two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Um, pushing these recorders, right? I have like sisters, not affiliated. <laughs> Yo, they should actually sponsor you guys. Yeah, oh my you gosh. know what? We're looking for sponsors. For so there you go. Shout out to the speakers shower speakers. guys, right? Makes sense. Shameless plug. You have sisters who sing too, yeah. So, um actually really interesting so i have a younger sister uh her name is tahira and she went viral on tiktok so she created the song uh i guess it started at first as bob for me Mm. and then it turned into vibe for me and um like lizzo and monica and people like that were using her tiktok Mm. and um yeah i mean she ended up recording yeah she ended up recording it um she ended up recording the actual record like I guess like in her room or something like that, and then right. she put on Spotify, oh, yeah. and then it got a million plays and like wow. da- yeah, so wow. literally like yeah, she like literally went viral off of TikTok. But wow. um, a lot of really like musically inclined people in my family. My cousin, um, for those who don't know, Phoenix Pagliacci, she's a mm-hmm. rapper in Toronto. Oh. Yeah, um, and then yeah, my older sister was singing. Like we just have a lot of people it's in our just, family who kind of yeah, sing. Grew up, it. yeah, grew up obviously in in church, and then my aunt. Uh, Phoenix's mom she mm. kind of created this um, this group where all of our cousins would come together and we I was just, just gonna say sing. that yes <laughs> do you have a super group of your cousins <laughs> so we so we had one when we were younger and we were called Caribbean Gems oh, okay oh shit I know it sounds <laughs> much it sounds much cooler no. oh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just excited that's a cool name <laughs> yeah we were doing um, we were doing Jamaican folk songs so we were singing them like wow at all these any? like conventions oh my rivers God. of Babylon do you guys sing them no. Do you know Hill and Gully Rider? Do you know Hill and Gully? Hill and Gully. Oh my gosh. You know that one. What's Jamaican folk music like? So many questions. Right? Yeah, it's like it's like traditional, like, I guess traditional, more traditional Jamaican music, yeah. I guess. Like my well, grandmother. I, I my figured grandmother it would used be, yeah. What kind of genre would, so would it I resemble? Think it, yeah, so it kind mm. of like is... Um, I think it resembles like kind of something that we call kumana, so like drumming, drumming, drumming kind of music. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely like more cultural. Um, it's not like it's not like dance hall, and it's not like 
reggae. I wouldn't imagine it no, would be. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's something that's like a, a little bit more, I feel like drumming, it's definitely has roots in Africa. So um, yeah, I just, I don't, I can't even really describe it to you, but it was songs that we learned when we were a lot younger. So I didn't even really know what I was singing. We right, just felt it right. was like yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. It was just fun. And like we would get, get together with my cousins and we would just kind of sing them. And my aunt taught them to us. And then it also we like, we learned about our, our, our culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Reading like Anansi stories and stuff. Anansi, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but honestly, it's like such a big part of my culture. Like, I yeah. mean, and yeah. like my my upbringing that was really uh instrumental in the first time that i actually kind of learned even the idea of like what a choir would be right, right or like right, harmonies true. and mm, stuff like that and big, so yeah, yeah. i really like I, I bring it up all the time but i really attribute a lot of like my musical um learnings from that experience between like church caribbean gems mm-hmm. um and then just singing with my cousin we would literally it's gonna date me a little bit but like we would literally she would like have this thing where we recorded on the cassette like we would push record and then we would (laughs) sing oh my gosh so many different so many different songs just like we were driving to ottawa and we like came up with this song that's called like on the highway we literally just sang this one line all the time and so now every day that we like meet up we always sing this song and it's really funny but it's literally Yeah, it just goes on the highway, on the highway again. And then that's how I learned how to harmonize. She would come in with the harmony. On the highway, on the highway again. We were traveling to Ottawa. It really wasn't that long, but we just felt like this was a really long road trip. So we sang that every time we got into the car. That was amazing. <laughs> that was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put a bunch of reverb <laughs> over that and make it really serious so yeah. people hear it at home. No one was going to say that. So yeah, it was just like, like, just off rip. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know what? So I guess you've been doing this your whole life, essentially. Yeah. Was there, did you have any obstacles to get over as far as just like being vulnerable as a writer or performer mm. yes or was it kind of just okay you said yes yeah. still go ahead. I'm, i think i'm still there i'm still there oh, honestly still yeah there? okay yeah i mean for me going back to that whole control thing like i yeah. don't like to be vulnerable in a way and i think music is that very like vulnerable place for me yeah so yeah it's it's scary like it's very scary mm. and then you know experiencing life um and not really knowing how to communicate that in like I guess in a regular kind of way I guess yeah, like yeah, in the way yeah. that everybody else communicates mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is different so um figuring out how to say what I would need to say for my own kind of sanity and my own therapeutic measures I think yeah. it came through in music um but yeah vulnerability is something that, that to this day I am absolutely still working on for some people it really just it comes really like really easy i feel like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it takes a lot of strength like it's a lot of it takes a lot of strength to be vulnerable especially Absolutely. to your core um True. and so yeah i think it's just it's a work in progress for me <laughs> so do you feel that more on the writing side mm-hmm, or yeah mm-hmm. not performing right no um i really i don't know i really enjoy performing i really enjoy performing i don't know if that i don't know why that is like but that's the release like the yeah part exactly that is yeah. the release for me um the writing part is i think where it's the letting go and like that that really vulnerable piece that i really want to tap into even more you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i guess you have to dig deeper yes um is it the same 
like if you're writing your own story versus just trying to like put yourself in somebody else's or see things from someone else's perspective? Oh, I, I can I can write so many fake stories. Does that <laughs> like, feel like, like other people's other you, people's lives? I feel like yeah, I think I'm easier. yeah, that's easier. So there's like no vulnerability issues there. Not so much like, yeah, not so much for me. I think when it comes to me and if I know that it's very true to me, which is where I've been writing from, like for the past, I would say like eight or nine years, like that's the place where I've been writing from, which is where, why I feel like there was a little bit of a shift in my musicality. Um, Because when I was younger, I was just kind of like either singing records from other people or like collaborating and stuff like that. But I didn't feel like I had a lot of my actual life experience in that. Mm. Um, and then now that I'm writing from just a more like personal place, it's way, I don't know, it's way harder. Yeah. You know, I could see that. And I yeah. think, Dariki, that's something we talked about as well with your writing. Um, do you have any advice for someone like Dariki? Who's <laughs> I don't know. Trying to not that one. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is not just you. I mean, in general, yeah. there's a lot of people who are, you know, undertaking writing. It's a newer yeah. endeavor, so. I, honestly, I don't know. The more the more vulnerable, um, the more vulnerable, and I guess like in a, in a way that uh, an artist is is kind of like okay with. But mm-hmm. even sometimes the scary stuff that like you don't really want to say, it's so interesting. Like that's the stuff that really people really connect to. So mm-hmm, I mean, if it's gonna help you, and or you feel like that's something that you you honestly need to like release, I say go for it because like art, that's what art is. It's but, really random, but even like, for example, like Eminem, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like no one, I don't know. I'm just like, I, I wouldn't really listen to Eminem every single day, but it really worked for him. His own like experiences mm-hmm. and his vulnerability around his True. whole life and stuff like that. Yeah. There's like millions of people who are just like, yo, this is sick. This is like, yeah, story. like this is me. This is me. Exactly. Yeah. So you just never know who you're going to connect with. I think it's just about being your most authentic self. I totally agree. I think for someone in your position, it's it's easier because you've been va- you've gotten validation from the public. Mm. Like you know, people obviously you can sing, so people know that they can sing. But it's you don't want to share it with people, and then mm-hmm. they're like, uh, you don't get Absolutely. the response you're Rejection. hoping for. What was sure. that like? Waiting for that validation from the public? Like, yeah, I made the right decision. I wanted to sing, and people like me singing. I can do this. Absolutely. When did that shift happen? Because you're, you're a confident woman. I, I can see that no one, no, I don't know, but not everyone's <laughs> just going to sit and blow our minds in yeah. two seconds with just a <laughs> random song. But where, where does that confidence come from, I guess? Or how can someone kind Ooh. of develop confidence? Um, just be good. No, I feel <laughs> like... Don't suck. You know, that's so... I don't know. I think I'm, I'm a little mind blown a little bit because I feel like... I don't know. I almost feel like it's somewhat like a facade sometimes because mm, I actually yeah. I feel like I don't really have as much confidence as I should. Ah, um, I'm really. Yeah. Like realistically, I feel like I'm my biggest critic. Like there's yes. nothing okay, that someone yeah. else can say that I haven't Since already said. About. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, huh. And so another piece that I mean, there's a lot. It sounds like there's a lot of things I'm working on. Right. There's a whole yeah. long list. But yeah, 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 another another portion. But like, I think again for me i'm just trying to remember like always just that letting go piece like why why do we seek validation from other people Mm, like you know like or why is that so important i know that we do need some form of validation i'm not gonna sit here and act like oh my god i don't need any validation but like but why is that like so important i think for me you're right there was a moment so um Mm. in high school i did um 
I did a talent show. Yeah. And I was terrified. Mm-hmm. And I sang behind the curtain of my uh, auditorium gym. The whole <laughs> auditorium was filled with people. I could not come out from behind oh, the right. two curtains, right? right. And I sang, I remember this song. I sang Diary by Alicia Keys. And like halfway through the song, like everyone's just like, who's singing? Like who's singing? <laughs> who's singing behind? Right. <laughs> but then they just started cheering. Right. And they were just like, oh. oh my gosh, just like come out. Like they just started clapping. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. Something about that really gave me like the courage to kind of just literally, I just stepped right in front. Like the curtain was literally like hugging my back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just stepped right in front, continued the song. And then when I was done, I just like head back. And that's, that's someone like, that's coming from like, I've always performed with like groups, performed at church, stuff like that. But even being as a solo person, like it's also still a process to just like put yourself out there. It's very, it's a very like uh, naked feeling. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, I don't I don't know if I really have advice for that one, but I do think that it's important for us to really like like mess with yourself first. That's it. Like really have that confidence in yourself first. Mm. Just be like, yo, like this is what I want to do. And art is so subjective. Like Right. I mean Very true. what I yeah, like what I think is crap, like, you know, there's so many other people that like they love it, you know what yeah, I'm saying? And yep, and vice yep. versa. So I think if it is something that you you like to do or you want to do or you need to do. Um, absolutely do it. And then it's just really about finding the people who will gel to that. Right. And that's where you gain your confidence. Like people will validate that for you because they're like, oh, no, I mess with that. Maybe you need to tweak this a little bit, but mm-hmm. like, no, that's really dope. Or like, yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's about finding your tribe. I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I just, confidence, the way like you were describing it makes more sense is the <laughs> yes looking confident and being confident are two separate things absolutely so i think maybe i can just fake it a little bit yeah. be it, then become him anthony's right. both yeah yeah he is <laughs> what are the two things i'm sorry i wasn't paying attention you're confident when matt you, speaks i stop <laughs> you're confident you feel confident and you are confident yeah, sometimes you it's about that. You want me to tell you that. how I feel right now? Yeah. No, I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel confident? I feel I feel confident. Great. Yeah. You look confident. You he know? does. He yeah. does. Yeah. He's, he's literally drinking from a mug, from a mug with, with my face, face on it. This is how confident. Be confident. Only confident, Vic. It's not just me. There's three oh, my God. Notice he's looking at himself as <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's confidence right there. <laughs> Speaking of looking at yourself, how can people look at you? What are your socials? Oh. What is can your you website? sing them? Can you sing your socials? Yeah. Oh my gosh, wow, sing put her them. On the spot, this guy. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, I'm playing. I'm playing. I, yeah, that's real. I don't know. Gave us more. You would, I think she might be the only person that sang on the podcast. Yeah, and that wow. was a big shoes to yeah. fill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to sing on this podcast, you better come with your yeah, A game. Stick her game up. Just oh my gosh. I mean, you can you can check me out. Um, Everything is basically Layla Day, L-E-I-L-A-D-E-Y. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. Um, you can also kind of check me out at LaylaDay.com. Um, I'm now okay. on TikTok. So mm. my TikTok is a little different, but it's uh, Layla underscore day. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, to I mean, you if you do a Google search. There? Yeah. <laughs> Layla Day. <laughs> cool. Yeah. That was great. That was a real really like artist perspective from a phenomenal artist. And Thank I you. think that I mean, it was useful for the three of us. So I'm sure everybody who's listening found some great value as well. Absolutely. Thanks so much for Thank that. Thank you so much for having and me. And watch for her tour. That will yeah, happen. the tour's coming. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. One way or another. Absolutely. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. We really appreciate this for real. <laughs> We're all getting vaccinated just so we can go on your tour. Right? There you go. We'll be there. <laughs> love it. Love it. I love this. Thank you. Thank Stay you. strong. Stay confident. See you later. Bye, everyone.
As a podcaster, you know that great content is only half the battle. The other half is finding the right hosting platform to reach your audience. That's where Captivate comes in. With unlimited podcasts, advanced analytics, and personalized support, Captivate has everything you need to grow your audience and monetize your show. Join the thousands of successful podcasters just like us who trust Captivate for their hosting needs. Visit dnaairwaves.com slash Captivate today to start your free trial.